Hello. I would like to talk about this week's Parsha, which is Parshas Nusso. Parshas Nusso is a very long Parsha. In fact, it is the longest single Parsha of the entire year. And it has within it two mitzvos that seem at first to have nothing to do with one, an with one another. The first mitzvah is the mitzvah of Sota. Sota is a woman who has been behaving in a manner that causes her husband to feel jealous. She's hanging out with other men in a way that makes her husband warn her not to come anywhere near a certain man or a group of men or certain men. And if she does this and she secludes herself with one of these men, the husband has the option of taking her to the Mishkan, taking her to the Beis HaMikdash, the temple, and, grow, and going through a trial by water, basically, in which the Torah says that if she is guilty of having committed adultery, then she will die a gruesome death. But if after drinking the water she does not die, then her husband can have his trust in her restored, and they can go on to live a happy family life. That is Sota. Then the next chapter discusses the halach of the Nazir. The Nazir is someone who has taken on a vow not to drink any wine, and not to cut his hair, and not to come into any contact with anyone who is dead. And then after he has engaged in these acts of abstinence, he then goes to the Mishkan, or the Beis HaMikdash, the temple, and brings a series of karbanos of offerings, shaves his hair, and then returns to regular life. So these are two, you know, unique in their own way areas of a halacha that don't have to do with one another directly, and yet they're placed side by side here in this week's parsha. People who know the parshios of the week and know the themes, they're familiar with this. They're also familiar with the following idea, and this is in the very beginning of Masechta Sota, which asks, why are these two ideas placed next to each other in Chumash? Why do we have the rules, the laws of the Sota, followed by the laws of the Nazir? So the Gemara's answer is that this teaches you that if a person witnesses a Sota, meaning this woman, in the temple, being... Uh, going through this entire hassle of having her hair uncovered and then she has to drink the water and be warned in this very specific way. If he sees this happening to a woman, he should abstain from wine, meaning he should become a Nazir. Okay, so it's a nice short teaching, but what does it actually mean? So what I'd like to suggest as food for thought this week is that it's not simply a matter of the rare occurrence in which somebody happens to be in the temple when a sota is brought in and given this uh, water with the scroll, with the ink in the scroll has been dissolved into the water, and then she drinks the water. He has to become a Nazir. Rather, it's the deeper conceptual idea here, which is that a Nazir and a sota are polar opposites of extremes in a community. Because a community, a machane, as it is referred to in this week's parsha, a community is comprised of what I would call somehow the mean, the average within a community. 
regular, healthy families, regular, healthy people, just your average Jew. But as we know, not everybody is average, or to quote the line, 50% of people are above average and 50% of people are below average. So when we speak of an average community, we speak about many people along a spectrum of different kinds of behaviors and attitudes. At the extremes, we can describe on one end, in one corner, is a woman who has no care for her family, no care for her husband, willing to commit adultery, or at least come very close to it. In terms of promiscuity and or immodesty, or uh, being a homewrecker, she is all the way on one end. Then, on the other end, in the other corner, you have a Nazir. A Nazir is someone who is also not happy with the average place in which he exists in the community. We'll assume he's neither a Kohen nor a Levi, although he can be, but as a regular Yisrael, a Poshete Yisrael, as they would say in Yiddish, a regular Jew, he wants to somehow achieve those extremes, those heights of coming close to Hashem. But he cannot enter the temple. He cannot go into the Kodesh or the Kodesh Kadashim. So he is not pleased with his average station either. So what does he do? He wants to show his devotion by abstaining from wine, for example. <clears throat> he wants to show his devotion by being similar to a Kohen who is not allowed to come into contact with the dead. And this extreme behavior is shown by his growing his hair long, meaning this is not a normal thing to do, unless one is concerned with one's beauty or appearance, and then the man would have his hair grow long. So these two extremes that always exist in every community, different issues, different types of people, but what Parshas Nasso is saying, not only by having these two chapters here, but placing these two chapters side by side, is that it is our obligation to bring these two types of people and everything that they represent back into the center of the community to the Mishkan. And that's why the language that is used is that they should be, they should be brought, meaning the husband should bring his wife, the Sota, there, and the Nazir should bring himself to the Kohen, to have a talking to with the Kohen. And what is the point of doing this? To let people know that no matter how extreme they feel like being, whether they are extremely inappropriate or extremely religious, fanatically religious, if you will, by a Jewish standard, that somehow they should be brought in to the community to figure out a place for them to exist within the community. This does not mean... This does not mean, well, let's find a place for them in the community by being tolerant and accepting of their behavior. Because that is not necessarily the case. In the case of the Sota, we don't tell the Sota, look, you know, different strokes for different folks. You, you, you find other men interesting, so let's work with you. No. But bringing them into the community means find someone. Find a Kohen. Find a rabbi who is somehow able to connect them to the center. You know, in Israel, there's this famous rabbi known as the Disco Rabbi, Rabbi Grossman. He was just interviewed this week by uh, Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg. And of course, Rabbi Grossman is not somebody 
who um, dances and gets drunk at bars in Israel. But somehow he has figured out a way that is safe for him and safe for his family to engage with these Jews and to figure out a way to bring them close to the Machana. You have thousands of Jews all over the United States who are also involved in different formats of bringing Jews who either are not feeling it because they are uninspired or they have been hurt or their feelings have been hurt or worse by others and they need to find a place, find a person that they can connect to. Not everybody is fit for that. I know people who sadly tried to bring those who were far away close and instead ended up being pulled far away themselves. Ironic, but this does happen. But even in the process of being pulled far away, they managed to bring people close and closer to Hashem and to the Torah in their own communities. This is something that, especially now, post-corona is when I'm talking now, and you have people who have been alone and not going to shul for many months. And some of them don't like it. And as soon as shul starts up again, they came back. But then there are people who said, you know what? My davening was so inspirational when I was praying by myself at home. And I wasn't, I didn't have to deal with the minion that was going too fast. And I was davening with extreme kavana. And I was connecting to Hashem in that way. I would say, that's beautiful, but it's time to come back to the Mishkan. Just like the Nazir who's told, you can't just live in a cave somewhere and be a Nazir. If you want to be a Nazir properly, it means finding out a way at the end of your term of Nazirus of coming back to the Mishkan and rejoining Klalisra. So that both the Sota in her own way and the Nazir in his own way are meant to return to the Mishkan, meant to return to the center of Klalisra. And I hope. And my words, in addition to being words of Torah, Dibre Torah, are also words of tefillah. Where I hope that all of us, each in his or her own way, can find a way to come back to the community. A Jew's connection to Hashem is through his or her connection with Klal Yisrael, with the Jewish community. And hopefully we will all find our way back to the community with our friends and our extended family and serve Hashem betoch kol Yisrael. Take care, everybody.